Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. <laughs> I'm not a crusty crab. Ah, greetings and salutations. <sighs> Any show that starts off with a sigh like that is going to be a good or bad show. Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox, and of course, the top 20 today is August 3rd, 2023. And I got to tell you, it has been a very long year. I'm enjoying what's going on here with my hair. I'm having... Hang on. why I, like I wear a hat because like my hair gets all messed up and caught under my headphones but it looks all frizzy but it looks even more ridiculous when it just pops out the front like a unicorn but what are you gonna do uh, I'm setting up or set up a new camera today I am uh, using a Lumina camera uh, it does some pretty cool stuff uh, I was pretty excited about what it was going to do um, and then it became much more difficult to use. I tried setting it up last week to make sure I could at least get it working. I downloaded all the drivers. Everything that anybody that's ever installed anything on a computer has had to do. I did all that. It turns out it actually doesn't have any recording software on it, which is not a huge deal. But I was like, that's so weird that you don't do the thing. I mean, it's mainly for live streaming, I guess. So you just hook into like Zoom or Facebook or... I don't even know what all the Zoom, what all the streams are these days anyway, but like, so it looks like you just kind of hook into that and that's um, kind of fine. Uh, but so I, why am I, now I'm, re, now I'm hearing echoes again. Hello? Checking, <laughs> checking. Anyway, everybody knows that it's always fun when we have, uh, when we have this situation happening. I mean, it's not fun for me. I assume it's fun for you. So that, that's going to be good. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I set all that up, and then I just had to get a new software. Uh, I'm using uh, I'm using OBS, so it should be okay. That's pretty tried and true for most people. Uh, but I went to go turn it on today, and the camera I have has like it has two modes, right? It has the one where it's just the raw feed, and that's like hi raw feed. That's the one I'm using right now. But it also has the ability to use all the software. Now, to be fair. And to be perfectly honest, the software is AI-driven, and it's possible that the AI decided that this show was not worth recording. And honestly, I don't even know that you could disagree with something like that. But I couldn't get the AI to work. So now you just get me, you get my raw feed. Which is disappointing, actually, because some of the, some of the stuff that it looked like it could do looked pretty cool. Now, I'm getting the feeling that I started everything in the wrong order, but since I was already running late... It wasn't really something I could go back and do, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, it, It'll show up. I mean, if you're watching this, then you're seeing right now what happens. But uh, for the rest of us that are listening to it live uh, back in uh, on August 3rd, I guess we'll just wait and see. It doesn't affect the audio at all. Looks like we're good. Uh, no one hears an echo but me. Yep, thank you. Appreciate that. That's usually usually the, the way it goes. Um, yeah. So I can address the chat, which I never do, apparently, but I'll address the chat. Uh, yeah, so lots of stuff going on uh, in little Rebel 9 world and sandbox scene. Uh, Side Out, uh, first Rebel 9 song in three years. Three years? Yeah, three years comes out tomorrow. I am super excited about it. I'll be talking about that in just a little bit. Um, 
And then we have a very large show, a very large sandbox-based show on Saturday night at the warehouse. Uh, it's got a lot of factors and variables that are making it incredibly difficult for some reason. Uh, more difficult than it really needs to be, but I think it's going to be okay because the people that are involved in performing... Uh, nobody's giving me a hard time. None of the bands are giving me a hard time at all, which is fantastic. It makes my job easier. So I appreciate that. Uh, when people ask why I tend to work with the same bands over and over again, like, there's really your answer. It's not that I'm looking for, you know, kind of just repetition, but, like, we can really get stuff done. And I, as I kind of keep saying here over and over, like, here to you uh, in my personal life and in my professional life, like, I'm really running maxed out at a lot of these things, and I'm having trouble getting stuff done. That's why so much less is getting done out of the Rebel 9 universe. Uh, and like I said, it doesn't really seem like anybody's picking up the slack scene-wise, which is fine. I don't need anybody to do that. But the reason that I'm opting to do things that like are a little bit easier or seem a little bit easier or will go smoother is because if I work with people that I can trust to just do their job, then I can really focus on the rest of the stuff. Like, I was uh, even talking to the people at the warehouse about the show, and I was like, you know, we're still not listed under the Facebook events for this show. And not that it matters, because Facebook is, you know, whatever. But, like, people that go to the warehouse tend to be a little bit older, and they're the ones still currently ruining Facebook. So it matters that they are uh, able to see this thing. So I actually asked. I was like, yeah, why aren't we... Why are we on there? And they were like, well, you know, you have to make us a co-host of the event. And since this isn't my first spin around the sun, I knew that and had created the event with them as co-hosts, to which they said, yeah, I don't know why that wasn't accepted. And like, I don't know either, but like, not that it's annoying, but it's like, it was another job I had to do because somebody over there didn't do their job. So when I work with the bands that I work with, like... I just don't have, like, there's no real issues. Like, I haven't heard from, you know, from from Jimmy or Mikey or James or Dylan about, like, anything out. Like, the, the one thing we're waiting on is load-in time because I haven't heard from the sound guy at the warehouse. Like, like, the bands haven't done anything. The band said, yes, we'll play. How long do I have to plan a set for? All basic stuff they need to know. The only answer I haven't been able to give them is when we're loading in because they haven't given me the answer yet. So it's just like, I love that. Like, I, I love that I can just do that. Like, here, let's do a show. You want to do a show? Cool. So we'll meet you here on this day and we'll go. So when people used to give me a hard time about why I was um, working with the same bands over and over again, a lot of times it's just easier to do that. And uh, my advice to up-and-coming bands is make yourself easier to work with. It's actually the one thing that Rebel 9 really kind of stood out uh, even in the G. Davy days, like we really stood out like that. Like we could, we agreed to it. It got done, and promoters across the Northeast knew that about us. Um, you know, I have bands now, like younger bands that I'm trying to work with or like asking on shows. It's constantly like a no or it's a problem or whatever. Like I have to tell you, I am so not in the mood for uh, you know inviting or asking these bands onto shows anymore because if the answer is always going to be a no, why even waste my time? You know, I have a band I'm going to ask onto our Beery show. It's literally going to be the last time I ask them onto a show because they've turned me down a couple times. So it's. You know, and that's fine, and it's no slight of them. If they don't need me, then good luck to you. But like, I can't keep doing all this extra work just to like help other people onto shows. Like, there's plenty of bands that are asking to be part of things. You know, I'm just I'm trying to keep it diverse enough so that people are interested in going and not necessarily seeing the same show over and over again. Uh, I know that um, this show has it's it's us craving and something heavy, so it's kind of like a repeat of the of the last Beery show. But neither craving nor nor something heavy are playing the Beery show, the Halloween show that we're doing um, in October. But bacon is my passion is so while it's kind of the same sort of flavor, it's going to be uh, kind of a little bit different. That's good. But I'm asking other bands onto that. Plus, this was mentioned in the chat. Um, I did finally figure out how to put together another Long Island Rock Unplugged. We're going to try it on a Friday. It's going to be uh, Friday, December 8th in December. Um, so that's going to be fun. It's also going to be interesting. We'll kind of see how it goes. But more details on that as we get closer to, to that. But I guess in the meantime, we should probably go through housekeeping, considering we're like halfway through the top 20, if not more. So, uh, yeah. Brand new, brand new uh, top 20 is out today. Uh, the episode is uh, Brain Trust Assemble. 
and I talk about like how my brain just does what it wants, and that's fine. Uh, I do apologize to Mikey about the whole Indiana thing, so you want to check that out. Uh, for those of you right-wingers that listen to my show, which I'm assuming is one or two at most, that is called an apology and a retraction. It's what responsible news journalism does when they make a mistake. I know you don't know what that is because you watch Newsmax and Fox, and they never, ever do that. It's part of corporate policy to not do that, which is why I don't watch them anymore. Unless, of course, I'm at the gym and it's on anyway. But it's a good idea to keep on keep an eye on what's going on in Fox because, man, you want to talk about bad news? Jesus. Not, not bad news like, oh, man, uh, somebody died. But, like, bad news is in poor quality journalism. It is just stunningly bad over there. Uh, so I would check that out. Uh, the birthplace lottery. We're talking about being born in America, being your life. Just, just look at the stupid show. It's fine. It's on Strangerhood TV. Also on Strangerhood TV, you can uh, check out uh, Bacon is my podcast. Always having something going on. Um, <clears throat> uh, the discussions and drinks. I do want to. Um, I do want to watch this one. I just haven't had a chance. It's uh, about band scene dynamics. <clears throat> Excuse me, and why to or why not to take opening slots on shows. Um, I probably have a lot to say about that, so I'll probably either comment on it or grab it for next week, uh, and then we can talk about it then, and then blah, 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 blah. Bunch of other stuff. Um, like I said, the warehouse is Saturday. Um, you can buy your tickets online if you want. It looks like there's a service fee to it, so I probably would just recommend buying at the door. There are no tickets from the bands, um, so door looks cheaper. But again, I've never even been to the warehouse, so I'm not even sure how it's all set up. I tried to go a little bit earlier to just sort of check the layout. I just didn't have a chance. Um, that's not uh, unsurprising. And of course, Side Out comes out tomorrow on all streaming platforms. It'll be... I even I even just did the YouTube post for it, so it'll premiere tomorrow, uh, tonight at midnight, uh, midnight 01. The lyric video for Side Out will come out uh, exactly two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Um, I like the job that the, the dude did on it, so be sure and check that out. We're going to try and roll out a little bit more content on Rebel 9 as we roll out these singles. Uh, it'll probably be pretty formulaic, probably, you know, song, lyric video, playthrough or two. Maybe some commentary from me if I feel so inclined to get in front of a camera on purpose. Probably not, but maybe. Uh, I'll just do those kinds of things. Maybe some shorts. I could probably do some shorts, right? Can't be repulsed by all this in that short of amount of time, so I will try and get that done. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of kind of that, right? So that's, that's probably it for housekeeping. I don't really know what to talk about in terms of what's going on in the world. I do... I do find it amusing uh, what's going on politically with all the uh, all the indictments of former President Trump. Like, however you feel on the issue, like it's kind of irrelevant. I just think it's funny that the the, the dude that they picked up for the uh, Gilgo Beach murders is already guilty, as far as everybody's concerned, and they have kind of not a lot of evidence so far that they've released to the public, uh, other than saying that he did it. Uh, and they've actually released plenty of information and video clips and audio clips of President Trump admitting to crimes. Whether or not you think their crimes is relevant, I'm not here to argue with, argue that. But they have these clips of him actually saying these things and doing these things and bragging about them and stuff like that, especially when it comes to like the, the documents. And uh, definitely uh, what's going to happen next in Fulton County, Georgia, Georgia, because I think we've all heard the tape where Harry was talking to Secretary of State Roethlisberger about finding the 11,000-whatever votes. Like, we have actual information that we've all heard, and it's definitely a crime. Again, whether or not you think it's a crime is irrelevant. It is. It's, it's breaking a law. And yet 47% of Americans or Republicans are still going to vote for, for Donald Trump for president. Like, the dude committed a crime, like, and said so. And people just don't care. So, like, at that point, like, what are we even discussing here? Like, the, like what are we even discussing? I, I don't remember if I was saying it here or if I was saying it personal or I was entering it into a, a, as a comment. But the, the reality is now, like, any single time I talk to anybody that is a Trump-leaning or pro-Trump uh, Republican, um, like, the very next thing, and, the you know, what comes up when you ask them the why, like, the very next thing that comes up is... Oh, I said it here. It's like it's either racist, homophobic, homophobic, or misogynistic, or whatever. Like it just, 
It just is. So, like, you can't argue with that. Like, if somebody, if somebody is mad about, you know, all these women or minorities or trans or if they're just mad about all those people, then they're going to identify with the person that also identifies with them. That's going to protect them from all those things they're afraid of. There is no changing their mind. And really, it's... And I'm not making this comparison, although the Trump administration did actually, sorry, the Trump legal team did make the analogy to uh, Nazi Germany, which I thought was funny in terms of the prosecution uh, of, of these alleged crimes and these indictments. But, what, but really what you need to understand about like pre-World War II Germany and the rise of, of like fascism and the Nazi party and Adolf Hitler specifically is that he was a brilliant orator and he was convincing people uh, what the solution to their problem was. And, like, just quickly on the history thing, like, Germany was, like, really kind of dicked over at the Treaty of Versailles. Although, not to get all recursive in my fractal discussions here, uh, I did watch a very interesting thing not too long ago about the Treaty of Versailles, and they basically were saying that it wasn't really as bad as it seems for the time. It was a fairly typical kind of punitive treaty. I mean, don't forget, for years, Europe was constantly fighting, like in this, you know, from the from the 1700s, from the Napoleonic Wars on. I mean, earlier too, but like from the Napoleonic Wars on, Europe constantly fighting. Empires all over the place constantly fighting each other. It's way, obviously way different than it is now. Um, but it was still a very punitive treaty and, you know, punished Germany severely, just ruined their economy, ruined their whatever so people start talking about like nationalism and like people want to be proud of the germanic and aryan races and all that other stuff but they can't because they really got their asses kicked in world war one and that's you know kind of like what you see with the south and their confederate flags and southern pride and statues of generals like dude you lost man you lost you know why they don't have ticker tape parades for the team that loses the super bowl because they lost that's why Nobody's glamorizing that. I mean, it's still an impressive feat. I mean, you got to fight the number one power in the world, but you still lost, right? So that's kind of what was going on in Germany. So, like, there was a lot of anger and people were, people were, you know, broke and, you know, because, man, I got to tell you, nothing really fuels that stuff like having nothing to do, like no, like no jobs, no family, none of that stuff. Like, you just sit around, you be mad all day long, like, all of a sudden, some of that stuff seems pretty good. And the, with the rise of that neo-Nazism uh, and fascism and stuff, uh, with Hitler, like, he was able to sort of orate his way into the hearts and minds of a lot of the German people. And then it started becoming, like, a really bad thing that people were not sort of agreeing with this thing. And if you've ever argued with a Trump supporter, you see just how quickly they get really super violent about stuff and really, really aggressive. Like, very few times since since his presidency have I ever had a discussion with somebody that was pro-Trump and that it wasn't, like, excessively violent or verbally abusive. Before, it was like, yeah, man, I like his ideas and all that other stuff. And there were a lot of people out of the tri-state areas like, well, he's a successful businessman, so maybe he could actually fix the economy. And everybody from New York and New Jersey was paying attention was like, what do you mean by successful businessman? Because that dude just tanked a casino in Atlantic City. And obviously he wasn't able to do it because as much as the Republicans and the right wing want to paint the economy one way, the economy tanked under Trump's watch. And as of right now, the economy is actually doing better than it was before COVID. That's, you know, based on the metrics that you use to measure an economy, that's pretty good. Everyone's 401k and all their stocks have recovered since pre-COVID. Like, that's a pretty big deal. Like, COVID was 2020, right? It's 2023. Three years to turn around an, an economy. We did not have a recession. We did not have a depression. We had no market crashes, really. I mean, we had the big dip from COVID because no companies were making money, but it didn't actually crash. So... I think that's that's pretty good. So all these people before, like you could have those conversations with, they're not really talking so much about that anymore because the economy's doing better, and that's really all 
all they want to do. The only problem we've hit with the economy is that Fitch just downgraded the U.S. rating from AAA to AA+. And the main reason they did that was because of the amount of debt we had, but also the volatility over the debt talks, which is something the Republicans did just a few months ago. They weren't. They pushed, they pushed us right to the very edge, and we were all like, you can't default on the debt, man. Like, that's just, that's just the deal. And they were like, well, let's see what happens. Well, this is what happened. So if you're mad about that... I have an entire uh, right wing of the party for you to discuss this with, because that's a good And I really didn't want to talk about politics at all. I actually wanted to talk more about uh, the U.S. women's national soccer team and their just pitiful performance against Portugal. Like, I was, dis- I was embarrassed for the first time ever watching the U.S. women's national team. I was embarrassed for how they were playing. And I got to tell you, man, I am just so not looking forward to their play against Sweden, uh, which will be super early morning on the 5th, 6th. I don't even remember. It's coming up, and I'm just not looking forward to it at all. It's one of the things I really look forward to, and I feel like people are ruining it, and that sort of sucks. I also wanted to talk about how difficult it, it is to put out a single these days, and not difficult in the way that it was like physical labor, but all the stuff you have to remember is just mind-boggling. Or if you're a fan of Blaze of Glory, it's mind-bottling. So... Maybe I'll get to that during the rest of the show. Maybe I'll just fall asleep. I literally have no idea. But I know that Side Out will be coming out tomorrow. For the next roughly 90 minutes, I'll be playing some music for you. And we can talk about whatever you want on uh, on the chat. 99WNRR.com will get you there. Some sort of obnoxious comment will certainly get my attention. And then we'll just sort of take it from there. Cool? Cool. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. You know, it's sad, but I'm reading the thing that has brought me the most joy so far today, and it's awful that it really requires this sort of thing to bring me that level of pleasure, but I just I can't seem to help it. Because according to The Hill, health officials say that cases of leprosy, also known as Hansen's disease, are surging in central Florida. Dude, I could not be happier about that. I really couldn't. In a research letter, the CDC said that Central Florida has accounted for 81% of reported cases in the state and almost one-fifth of reported cases nationwide. And I am just laughing my goddamn ass off because DeSantis, who's going to drop out of the race eventually, he's just got to, right? Like, he keeps saying he wants to make America Florida. Like, first of all, Florida sucks, yo. It's also becoming, like, one of the most expensive places to live because... They aren't charging, they aren't taxing properly, right? So I, I think I was telling you about a couple weeks ago, like they have this whole development that doesn't have any like water system. So they're actually running out of water in Florida. Yo, dude, it's <laughs> half of the state is underwater. Like, get a straw magnet, my guy. But like, they're, they're mismanaging the state so terribly. They've been relying for years on not needing like oil for heating costs, which is typically very, very expensive, right? But now that it's now that we're hitting like 125 degrees, kind of on the regular, they're going through all their, you know, their their, co- their energy costs are surging, and they also do not have the resources or the infrastructure to handle any of this. So Florida is actually going broke, and its fight with Disney is not making things any better because it is the number one tourist destination, and now people aren't going there because they don't want to go to Florida. So, but on top of all of that, they have invasive species that are like coming into Florida. It's going broke. People are leaving Florida now for Georgia and Alabama. Like, do you know how bad shit's got to be for you to go to Alabama? I mean, like, wow, that looks pretty good. Like, oh my God, where are you leaving? Arkansas? Like, it's just crazy. And now they have an uptick in leprosy and are responsible for one fifth of the cases in the nation. If that doesn't put a smile on your face, I don't know what's gonna. It's the best news I've heard all day. Maybe in days even. The band Dogstar might sound familiar because Keanu Reeves is the bass player of the band. He was uh, 20 years ago when he was still Neo or whatever. He was in this band, or it's probably even closer to the River's Edge or Bill and Ted's and all that other good stuff. Probably even around that that era. Uh, I They decided to get back together and put out a new song and a new record. They're actually going to go on tour, apparently, which is going to be fantastic and like... I, I really only have problems with, with people that are just like like um, 
uh, Jared Leto from 30 Seconds of March because he is so goddamn talented as an actor. It's really just unfair that he's talented as a songwriter and a singer, too. But, like, it is what it is. Like, Keanu Reeves, like, he's not looking for the spotlight in this particular bad boy. I think he just likes to play bass from time to time. Half of me really wanted the song to suck because it was just, like, some sort of glamour passion project from some star. But I got to tell you... It really wasn't all that bad. I grabbed it for you, so you can judge as you do. On the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. In a strange twist of technological fate that will probably surprise absolutely no one in my audience, my Lumina camera software just started working. It's only been 45 minutes since I asked it to start, so I'm going to try and see... What the hell is going on with that? <laughs> but in the meantime... <laughs> Sorry. This is way funnier because it's sad and pathetic. And, like, this isn't just laughter of fun. <laughs> this is... Because, right? Because we always... <laughs> Wait, I, need... I haven't got one of these. It's always a no! <laughs> there it is. Continuing <laughs> to hit my head against the wall over and over and over. Again. I think Mel sent this one in. This is probably her weekly song of nonsense. I don't re- recall it being that way because it's actually a good song. If you're at work and there are people around, there are the occasional curse or cuss words in it. You might want to turn it down a little, but I don't think it doesn't say everything we're not all thinking anyway. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Hey! Ah, the damn things. You know what's really yummy? I don't know if everyone's going to agree with me, especially people with peanut allergies. But, man, roasted and salted peanuts. I just had a handful of them. I forget how good, like, the simple things really are. You know, like a good old peanut butter and jelly sandwich on white bread. <laughs> I mean, it just, it's just... I feel like it's a staple for a reason. And it's so funny because I'll see those like at Uncle Giuseppe's like pre-made sandwiches. And it's like usually when you see pre-made sandwiches, you're seeing some weird stuff with arugula on it. Generally some sort of sort of weird cheese and uh, some sort of artesian mayo. But like just the simplicity of a peanut butter sandwich, man. A PB&J. Pam Beasley and Jim. <laughs> so... I don't consider myself an Avenged Sevenfold fan, um, just because I reserve the word fan for somebody that likes them more than me by like a lot. But I have really enjoyed some of their songs along the way. I haven't really liked anything since the Rev uh, died, and I think that was because his influence was singular and unique on the band. So they have a new album out. A lot of people talking about it, how good it is. A lot of people talking about it, about how bad it is. I'm not talking about it at all because I don't care. Um, but in my release radar today, it was a song called Nobody. And I don't know if I like it or not. And as you know, as regular listeners of the Hard Rock Lunchbox, when I don't know, I turn to my trusted group of boxers not the dog or the underwear, but people that listen to the Hard Rock Lunchbox to tell me if I like the song or not. We call it Does It Box. That's the segment. That's what's happening now. The song's called Nobody. It's a veg sevenfold, and I'm wondering, does it box? Hard Rock Lunch Box. I may have mentioned it once or twice, but we've got a big show, our big summer show, a big summer sandbox show this uh, Saturday at the warehouse in Amityville. We've got Dino Skate Park, Pathmaker, Something Heavy, uh, Us, and Craving Strange. Uh, we're putting all that together. It's going to be a really, really good time. Uh, I don't see any other big shows like that on the horizon, with the possible exception of the Neon Skyline uh, and their EP release, but I'm not privy to a lot of those details, so I'm not entirely sure who's playing it. I know that we were asked to not play it, so I guess that's what we're going to do. But I can't speak to anything else because I haven't seen anything else pushed uh, or promoted or any of those other things. So if you want to check out all those bands, this would be a time to do so. And I'm going to wet your whistle a little here, if I can, with a little taste of of the bands. Here's Dino Skate Park. Woo! 
Little ditty there from Yellow Card called Three Minutes More. It's brand new. Check out your release radar, or if you want, check out my release radar, because that's where I found it today. One of the other great bands joining us on Saturday night is, of course, the lovely and talented Pathmaker. I forgot what they sound like. Don't worry. I got you. The brand new record from them, We Are the Nearly Deads, I think is just absolutely stellar, stunning, stunningly good. Actually, I take that back. Not stunningly good. It's literally what I expected from them. Just really good to hear new music from that band, for sure. Uh, you know who else is going to be uh, playing Saturday night and just puts out new music like kind of I 
you know, make eggs. Although I'm not eating eggs lately anymore. You know what? I'm just, <laughs> I'm having so much trouble with food stuff. Like just <sighs> got to give some hella props to everybody in my listening audience and beyond. That's actually just holding their shit together and being able to maintain their health and their weight. Like, man, good for you. Like, good job. That has nothing to do with this song, because this is something heavy, which is the opposite of where I'm trying to go. with Jimmy about swapping back and forth some of the closing slots of some of the shows that we're doing. So they have graciously graciously offered to close this show for us. So basically we don't have to. <laughs> so so that's uh, that's fantastic. It's actually going to give us a pretty rare option lately or opportunity lately of getting to hang out in the audience before everybody you know, leaves for the night. Because usually when we close, like, you know, people stick around, good show, all right, whatever, all right, thank you, see you, goodbye, right? That's kind of what it, kind of how that goes. And that's fine. Like, it really is fine. Um, because, you know, it's usually late. I mean, we try and keep things, like, kind of running at a normal time. Like, we're supposed to be done playing music by, like, 1230 on Saturday night. So we might go a little bit over, but we're going to try and hold it pretty close to that. Uh, that's why the show starts early. By the way, doors are at 7, I think. Uh... But, uh, you know, be there, you know, 7.45, man, music could be starting, could be starting even earlier. So just kind of keep that in mind. Uh, again, we haven't played the warehouse, so I don't exactly know how hard they're going to push us on time. I 
just don't know. I know that we played a couple of other places. I know the last time we played 89 North, they basically shut down and kicked us out while there were still about 50 people in the place, which I thought was an incredible loss of revenue. <laughs> but whatever. That's just that's just how that went. But my point is, it's going to be good. Um, but because we're not exactly sure like how we're going on time, like all the bands are doing 40-minute sets, so everybody has an opportunity to form and change over and we can you know recover from any whatever uh but because of that we actually had to restrict our set some we actually had to cut some songs out of our set song uh songs that we didn't necessarily want to uh, noodle has been wanting to play a song called it's all right uh we have not played in about a year and a half uh we had to pull that we have a brand new song called uh nothing at all that i decided to pull out of the set it's not as smooth as I want it, and even though I really do want to play it in front of people, it's probably just not the best time to play something that we're not going to sound great at. So I've pulled that from the set. And um, we also pulled... I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Well, we pulled all the new songs, right? Everything we just recorded, we pulled. We pulled Side Out out of the set, uh, Into the Afternoon... Uh, Inside and Aaliyah. All four got pulled for all our shows for the past year. So you haven't even heard those songs. Side Out will be back in the set uh, on Saturday. It's one of the main reasons we have this show, right? This show is technically the song release party for Side Out. We don't bill it as that because we're not dicks. So. <laughs> but technically, that's the only reason this show even exists. It's why Side Out is coming out right before it and all that other stuff. Uh, but actually, what I wanted to say is uh, one of the songs that we did pull uh, or actually, I pulled it. Never even got to the Wii stage. Uh, is a song called "Believe." I was trying to put this song back in the set because I think it's a good song. Uh, I like it. Uh, it doesn't come across live so well as I want it to, and the only way to really make that happen is to play it live from time to time and kind of get you know some live legs on it. The reason the song's important to me um, is because when I wrote it. It was one of the first songs, if not the first song, I wrote after about a two to three year uh, bout of writer's block. And what was unique about it for me and that writing experience is when I wrote the music for it. Now, I had written a bunch of other songs musically. I just didn't have any lyrics for any of them. But Believe would end up being the first of that batch. Actually, there was a song called Echoes that kind of came a little bit earlier, but we never did anything with that. But um, So Believe would be the first of that batch, and I had gotten so frustrated that at rehearsal, while we were playing it, I would just sort of sing melody lines. Just, just the music that I could hear. And after not being able to write um, the actual lyrics for a song, not... It's not that I didn't have anything to say. I was just in such a bad place that I didn't have any way to say it properly. And that was really the problem. I was I was struggling and I was suffering and I was not able to communicate, which as a songwriter, and me specifically as a songwriter, is dangerous. Um, because that is how I communicate what I am struggling with. So not being able to communicate was, was terrible. So what I did is I started doing singing, like humming like melody lines and stuff like that. Uh, while at rehearsal, and one time I just sort of sat in my uh, one of my side rooms here with the guitar, and what I was doing is I was listening to the rehearsal and listening to the sounds I was making vocally and trying to figure out what words would sound like that. <laughs> I literally built the song with words based on the sounds they were making as I was just singing nonsense while we were rehearsing. Not even words, just sounds. And eventually I would finalize what the melody line would be. And to everyone's benefit, none of those initial words made it into the final product. <laughs> but Believe was always such a, an important song to me because when I did finally write it, when I did finally get it out, the whole song, the entire intent of the song is about just wanting to believe in anything so much, anything at all, like not even anything specific, anything at all, 
that you can glom onto something that other people believe just so that you can believe in something. If you've never been in that spot, that is really awesome, and I am super happy for you. But if you have, <laughs> you will not be able to hear this song on Saturday. However, I already wrote it into the October set of periods. So if you're a fan of Believe, only a few short months away for you to join in on all the fun that is possibly one of the more depressing Rebel 9 songs ever. Talking about the show coming up on Saturday night here in the chat, 99WNRR will get you there. Uh, .com, of course, will get you there. Uh, and, yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, the very last statement here is, is, is true. Like, like we could... We could play and have for, you know, well over an hour. I mean, some of our longer shows at like 90 minutes would probably come in handy right about now because every time we play, every time we play lately, it seems like we're just, we just don't have enough time to play all the songs that people want to hear, and that's fine. But it's harder when you're not playing ever, like when you're playing three or four times a year. Like it's, it's really tough to sort of satisfy what the band needs to do and what, you know what people want to hear but we we really are doing our best and um you know even in this set i think we've got like 10 songs for a 40 minute set um you know we could squeeze in another one but like not have any engagement whatsoever with the audience and that just seems like not something we would do at a real show um 
But yeah, like even in this new one, like we've got we got Side Out, right? It's basically the Side Out show. So we got Side Out. We got two new ones. We limited it to two new ones in case people just don't know the words for it. Uh, we've got one cover. We've got two from Reality Crush, and we've got four from Do No Harm. Like it's. It's a packed set, man. <laughs> like, we really are doing our best, and I'm... But this isn't about us. This is your uh, time for your weekly Craving of the Week. Craving, of course, will will be, of course, at our show with us, our Summer Sandbox Blast. It wouldn't be a sandbox show without them, so I'm looking forward to doing that, and I do appreciate very much uh, them agreeing to close the show for us so we can kind of just get a, catch a little bit of a break this time out because uh, I think we'll be closing the next couple of shows, and it's just... You know, we don't we don't mind it, but oh. we do like to get to hang out and oh. watch the music too. Especially me, since I can't drink or really yell or at all sort of enjoy the show at all before. So that's a personal thank you from me. So yeah, Craving Strange rounding out the lineup tomorrow night or Saturday night, probably not tomorrow night. Saturday night at the warehouse in Amityville. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> You wanna love, but you have to hide You wanna live where there's no one to fight Try to keep it just between us, but they push to weave fights You're young and faithless Hope and blameless Just stop wasting your time Cause there's no
Lunch Box. Yeah, man, it's time for me to get on out of here. And normally this would be the part of the show where I would let slip the brand new Rebel 9 release that's coming out tomorrow or midnight if you so incline. Uh, I am not going to do that. And the reason I'm not going to do it is very, very simple. I... I think the pairing of Aaliyah and Side Out for me as a songwriter are some of the best songwriting I have done in ages, maybe years, maybe ever. Um, the quality with which my band recorded this song and the quality with which uh, Caggiano produced it and engineered it, I think exceeded all of my expectations. I don't. I don't know that I could be prouder of this song. And because of that, I am not going to play it here where we can all just sort of collectively listen to it and do whatever. I would prefer, almost as a personal favor to me, that when you, if it's midnight tonight, that's fine, or when you get up tomorrow, whenever you are ready to listen to it, give it as much attention as you possibly can. And listen to everything about it. Think about everything that went into it and how important it is to do the road. And listen to it that way. For me, I'd appreciate that. In the meantime, I feel like I've wasted enough of your time. Um, and I want to give you something really, really kind of special to dance yourselves out. Enjoy the rest of your beautiful day and your beautiful weekend. Hopefully I will see most of you on Saturday. I am super looking forward to it. I am super looking forward to just hanging with everybody and just having, like, one more good time this summer. So have a great week, everybody. Hopefully this is Saturday. Otherwise, I'll be right back here next week on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box.